0: This is Omar WJ. It's 9.15 Arabian Standard Time. I'm going to read what I wrote today for the and or since the last podcast. Oregon Public News says SARS-CoV-2 containment is impossible. What's very sad about Americans is that let me repeat that again. Oregon Public News says SARS-CoV-2 Entertainment is impossible. What's very sad about Americans nowadays is that when the reality TV show host parading is the 45th president of the United States accused nurses of st- of stealing N95 masks, which the piece of work did in March, sparks no outrage. Is a sad reflection on Americans. Whatever your podcaster doesn't have fingers on the pulse of Main Street America. And has spent the majority of his life outside what author William Burroughs called the U.S. drag, which is the worst drag, they need drag. Um, he was never in Saudi Arabia. Um, very likely, Americans are victims of self-destruction or toxic self-absorption. Very likely, Americans learned that to t- how to tell when Trump is lying. He opens his mouth. Next topic is due to the pandemic. Um, Next topic is due to the pandemic. The USA is no longer a market for big films. declares Atlantic Monthly. Just a moment here. I have to scroll down. Um, I ask... Is this the end of uh, American cultural colonialism? The Western archetype, namely the cowboy movie, will never die. The hard-boiled detective pioneered by Humphrey Bogart and assimilated by world cinema and was eclipsed by Hong Kong cinema until the Chinese communists killed it. Seems I heard the death of Hong Kong cinema was blamed on bootleg DVDs. And I'm sorry about the wording in that In that last. Hip-hop is international and in every language. Will Smith said he saw a mural of the notorious B.I.G. painted on a wall in Africa. I know that, um, I don't know what's up with the uh, Koreans now. I think they have their own style. I haven't seen any pictures of Obama. Um, anywhere, but I haven't been back to grill, Jamaica, West Indies, since he left office, but I did see a graffito in Kaneohe, or the town next to it that read, thank you, Obamas, that was in Hawaii, um, on the um, west side uh, east side, sorry pardon the digression, listen to other podcasts if you want to hear lousy bullshit, your podcaster will stick to excellent bullshit or facts, preferably the latter, which many Americans say is indistinguishable. Neither does your podcaster know if he should use the adverb most rather than many. Until July 23rd, Peter Montague, or Montague writes at truthout.org that the U.S. Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, wishes the nation, nation schools for, a fit, for its 51 million school-age children to become COVID-19 beds of infection and for the teachers to die as nurses have done due to exposure and lack of PPE, an acronym everyone has learned now. That is, people who aren't binge-watching Netflix or who whose hands have become and. box appendage. Montague writes, Bloomberg News reports that in Florida, about a third of all children have tested positive. Okay, let me say that again. Bloomberg News reports that in Florida, about a third of all children tested have been positive for COVID-19. In Africa, I'm sorry, California, it's 8.4%. Mississippi 9.4%, Arizona and Washington State 11%. DeVos and Trump threatened to cut off federal funding to schools that didn't reopen. Federal funding is only 8% and mostly goes to children most at risk, the disabled and mentally challenged. But that's okay for an administration that puts migrant kids in cages made from chicken wire. Um, that's my interjection. Now they are putting them in motels so they can be out of sight and out of mind. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, 3.3 million seniors aged 65 and older prime candidates for serious illness live with a school-aged child. Furthermore, just a moment... I'm sorry about my. That's uh, your Arab lesson today. Black Rebel Motorcycle Club on K-E-X-E. Okay. Let me say this again. According to the Kaiser Family Saturday, Foundation, 3.3 million senior citizens, age 65 and older, prime candidate. For serious illness, live with a school-aged child. Furthermore, another Kaiser study concluded that one quarter of all teachers, teachers, 1.47 million people, are in danger of developing serious illness if infected with coronavirus. DeVos blurted out her coronavirus plan on Fox News Sunday when she said, American investment in education is a promise to students and their families. If schools aren't going to reopen and not fulfill that promise, they shouldn't get the funds. Then give it to the families to decide to go to a school that is going to meet that promise. It's no secret that DeVos would like to privatize all public schools. If public schools become hotbeds of infection, confidence in it public education will diminish Perhaps yeah. then more parents would join DeVos in pressing right. to eliminate the public school system entirely. Gosh, I can't like, believe I'm better. reading this. Yeah. This agenda should surprise no one. Yeah. It, has it has been Betsy DeVos' religious mission for the past 25 years. DeVos is a doctor, fundamentalist Christian and, who and has and said she wants to and, um, confront the culture together to advance God's kingdom. To do that, she said, God led her to reform public education, which in her mind means privatizing it. It's been a long-standing goal of the religious right to replace education with Christian education. Sorry about that, um, my uh, music there. Well, this one, I think we toured for a Sorry. I like this better than what um um Anchor has. Just a moment. Back to this Betsy DeVos. Wants to advance God's kingdom. Okay? By not letting kids go to school. Okay. let me get back to what Montague wrote. to do that she said God led her to reform public education which in her mind means privatizing it so if you got no cash you can't go to school it's been a long standing goal of the religious right to replace public education with Christian education says Julie Ingersoll a professor of religious studies The long-term strategy of how to change culture is through education. On June 30th, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that the state can fund religious schools, which DeVos called a historic victory. In 2014, a year-long investigation of Michigan's charter schools by the Detroit Free Press revealed Okay, this is six years ago wasteful spending, and double-dipping. Board members, school founders, and and employees steering lucrative deals to themselves or insiders. Schools allowed to operate for years despite poor academic records. No state standards for for, for who operates charter schools or how to oversee them. At a lengthy New York Times expose re- revealed in 2017, Michigan gambled on charter schools. The children lost. As the Times pointed out, it's important to understand what happened to Michigan's school isn't slow, solely or even primarily an education story, it's a business story. The school choice movement is driven by libertarian malice towards. Toward all government, but it is also driven powerfully by the profit motive. U.S. public schools spend 694 billion each year, and a lot of hucksters, many with no experience as educators, want a slice of that pie. Think about um, what happened to your bookstores after uh, Amazon.com took over. Jonathan Kozal A writer and advocate for public education has described the corporate predation attacking U.S. public schools. In 2007, Kozol reported that a group of investment bank analysts said privatizing public schools offered the biggest profit profit opportunity since health care services were privatized in the 1970s. The K-12 market is the big enchilada, one banker wrote. Now I know why the USA has the most expensive health care in the world. I, I never knew that until today. Um, because they can choose their own students, charter schools tend to select s- students whose parents are well-to-do and resourceful, leaving the public schools With reduced funds to educate the remaining kids Whose parents are poor In this way School choice increases inequality In the nation's educational system From the DeVos-Trump viewpoint I mean, I wish my dad had given me 600 million bucks like Donald Trump I think I'd have been able to hang, hang on to some of it Rather than go bankrupt six times from the DeVos-Trump viewpoint, privatizing education has another major benefit. Eliminating or weakening teachers' unions, which are among the nation's largest and strongest remaining organizations. Uh yeah, kill collective bargaining. You know, um, DeVos, uh, her dad was also rich. So, you know, the rich don't care about the poor. As Trump and DeVos demand that all schools open in the fall, despite the obvious health hazards to tens of millions of people, we can recognize their cynical plan as part of a long-term strategy by conservatives to eliminate democracy's most important foundation and inform populace based on quality education for all. To ensure a decent education for all, instead of privatizing schools, we could eliminate poverty and stop funding public schools by property taxes, which inherently produces unequal school funding. We could easily fund all public schools adequately and equally. And finally, we could protect, support, and strengthen teachers' unions. And now, thanks to Paul Montague Montag you know the rest of the, the sad story Okay, on to other Okay, excuse me I'm sorry Um Okay, I have uh, um Um Okay, back to the podcast. Pardon me. Um, other COVID nineteen highlights or low points, sad stories. An Israel court. Um, an Israel court ruled Palestinian prisoners only have the right to die. Namely, they have no right to social distancing. 19 are dead from COVID-19 at San Quentin, the notorious prison near San Francisco, which still has its um, gas chamber. A prison sentence is now a de facto death sentence, so much for the, um, I believe it's the Eighth Amendment, sorry, no cruel or unusual punishment. The Atlantic Monthly's Dr. James Hamblin says, Flying is safe if everyone is responsible and vigilant. This makes me want to laugh. From my experience, most people are clueless and or completely ignorant and apathetic about safety. Only bad things happen to other people. (laughs) Or bad things only happen to other people. Sarah Jong writes in the Atlantic that uh, the 45th President of the United States Administration says, Vaccine in October before the November election! She also writes, 20% of Americans will refuse to be vaccinated and another 31% unsure. Thus, half the USA may not do the vaccine. Finally, leadership is lacking. thus, glass... Enough glass vials aren't getting made, etc., etc. Please allow me to go autobiographical yet again. SARS-CoV-2... are here. That's a wrap. This is 16 minutes. I will uh, give you the, my personal timeline on COVID-19 in my next podcast. Um, The weather today is 50 degrees in the afternoon, 50 degrees Celsius.